We want to start with a confession. We first gave a version of this message back in 2018, but we felt that this Advent, it might be time for a reprise. As we reviewed the scripture for today's sermon, we were struck by the paradoxes found within. On one hand, we have a God that exists for millennia and counts years as seconds. On the other, a God who cares for humans whose lives are gone so quickly with tenderness and compassion. The paradox of the voice that calls out that the time for mourning is over and the time for comfort is now, contrasted with John the Baptist's calls to repent and prepare the way of the Lord. How do we justify the horrors going on in our country and in our world and show Jesus' love to the world when we really just want God's justice to roll down? As we looked at our scriptures today and considered the prophetic voices of John the Baptist and Isaiah, we were also struck at how abrasive and difficult these voices can sometimes be to hear, which reminded us of a certain other character from children's literature. Kids, listen up. This sermon might be interesting to you, and I bet you'll be able to help your parents figure out what's going on. We'd be very interested to hear what you think of this story. You can talk about it during sharing time, or you can come up and talk with us about it after the service. So, with apologies to Dr. Seuss, this is how the grump stole Advent. All the faithful of Church Hope liked Advent a lot, but the grump who attended Church Hope did not. The grump hated comfort and all joy Advent season, and if you asked why, he was quick with the reason. These faithful won't see their sins, can't stand the truth. They haven't thought of repenting, not even the youth. We've plundered the land, we've spoiled God's creation, and now we already expect our salvation? Advent is a time to wait in the dark, to consider our mess-ups, how we've missed the mark. With refiner's fire, we need painful truth-telling to find peaceful ways of empire rebelling. We forget. The grump spatted. Isaiah first spoke of pain. Jay the bee. The grump chatted. Was preparing a lane. For to fully appreciate the season to come, we must first walk through Advent, even if it is glum. The grump sat in the pew the whole Advent, too. He sat in the pew and he started to stew. Uh, one week closer to Christmas. The old grump decried. With no voice in the wilderness, just comfort. He sighed. Christmas is coming. He snarled with a sneer. And they want to act like it's already here. Before the good news, we must acknowledge the bad. Before the good news, we need to be sad. From sexual misconduct to blaming the poor, we are selfish and petty with thoughts of grandeur. For he knew the next Sunday the whole congregation would worship and pray and sing with elation. They'd speak words of comfort. They'd speak words of grace. They'd pray words of truth, but truth's easy to face. And when they had prayed and had their sharing time, they'd join up their voices in singing sublime, with all of them singing in what Grump liked the least, pre-Christmas carols that just never ceased. And they'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 of donkeys and stars and zero repenting, of shepherds and angels and babes in the hay, carols during Advent, like Mariah Carey. I must bring Advent back. 
The grump furrowed his brow. Good news must come after repentance. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The grump got a wonderful, awful idea. If they can't see the point in repentance and grieving, I'll give them a reason to stop self-deceiving. So late the next Saturday, he drove to the church with his plan to secretly, stealthily smirch the whole sanctuary and the whole Advent three. No sign must be left of the Christmas to be. First, he took down the candles and then the blue fabrics. Then he took the crush sets owned by nativity fanatics he went to the hymnals and tore out joyous songs and inserted more prayers about righting all wrongs. He took down the Christmas trees, took down the star. He moved all the visuals into his car. As he exited quietly through the fellowship hall, he heard a sharp creak like a bathroom door stall. He spun around fast and saw to his surprise little Cindy Lou Hope with shock in her eyes. The grump had been caught by this tiny hope girl who'd come for her sparkly baton that she'd twirl. She stared at the grump and asked, Mr. Grump, why? Do you take Advent's beauty now? Why? Grump's smile was quite forced, his voice sickeningly sweet. We wait in an expectation, now isn't that neat? You hopes are spending much time, filled with joy, but get ready, God's coming to us as a boy. It's time for some searching. It's time to repent. Jesus hasn't come. It's only Advent. Miss Cindy Lou Hope looked up at the grump. She swallowed as though she had quite a big lump stuck in her throat. She let out a huff and said, Well, but I thought God was about love. God is love. The grump quickly agreed. But we humans don't always know that's what we need. We hurt and we lie and we kill and we steal. To appreciate God's love, we need to be real. But I'm real, Cindy Lou Hope said nervously. I like waiting when it's with others, not just with me. Do we have to be sad and just sit down and bawl? Christmas is coming and Christ came for all. The grump patted the child on top of her head. You'll understand when you're older, he said. You've got to go to the wilderness, then things become clear. You've got to learn true humility and not just false cheer. Then he handed the girl her sparkly baton and said, Now off you go, tell everyone what I've done. As Cindy Lou Hope looked on in disbelief, the grump took it all, down to the last wreath. As he drove down the road, he chuckled and grinned. <laughs> They'll see it tomorrow, he said. How they've sinned by not looking for truth and not without repenting. In this time of Advent, we should pray unrelenting. Through the night, he worked hard to move all of the stuff to a burn pile nearby, since he'd had just enough of the cheer and the joy and the just feel so goodness. He was sure they would see there'd be no misunderstoodness. But as the first sign of the sun hit the horizon, the grump heard voices that made his eyes widen. It was Cindy Lou Hope with her parents and friends. It was the whole congregation, children, women, and men's. I shared what you told me, said Miss Cindy Lou. And the voice in the wilderness and how you seemed blue. You were right, 
said Lydia Linchester Loop, a Sunday school teacher who spoke for the group. It's easy for us to fall into a rut. It's like we're just waiting in a holiday glut. All around us it's Christmas, but not the real one. All around us it's sails and smiles and fun. But you're right, Mr. Grump. We haven't been real. We're just waiting for Christmas, like Advent's no big deal. The Grump looked around at all who were there in Steve and Rebecca and Matthew and Aaron, David and Amy and Izzy and Emma, Wendy, Mark, Connie, Liz, Lauren, and Micah. The whole congregation was in his backyard. He looked at them all and he studied them hard. They hadn't just come to get all their stuff. They weren't just concerned about Christmas fluff. They'd come there to talk. They'd come to repent. They'd come to embrace the whole real Advent. And then the grump heard the sweet, quiet, sweet words from Cindy Lou Hope with a voice like a bird's. Remember, God is love, and she promises that she'll be there through thin and she'll be there through fat. And in that one moment, everything was made clear. The grump saw time bend, saw God's love persevere. Christ had come, was coming, was with them just then. The good news was present again and again. Grump was right, of course he was, had been from the start, but he'd omitted the joy that resides as a part of repentance and faith, of truth and of pain. There was room for celebration, for love in God's reign. Perhaps, said the grump, there is value in bo for both, for the repentant soul, for the truth, for the growth of love in the world, an outpouring of light that shines through us from the child born one night. For that child has come, and he will come again, and our job is to show love from New York to Phnom Penh, preparing God's way as John called us to do. And the whole congregation understood it then too. As they all hauled the Advent trimmings and trappings back to the church with much singings and clappings, the hopes gathered him in. For while prophets are tough to listen to always, their truth is enough to keep us on track, to keep us awake, for not looking to, within to repent's a mistake. But it's also a mistake to forget how to sing. God calls us to joy and to true listening. So everyone sang, someone new struck the meter. For the grump, he himself served as the song leader. <laughs>